<clears throat> I, I've, I've decided to to take a leaf out of Doug's book, I think. Wait, 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 and wait, 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 wait. That's never a good thing, regardless well, uh, of what Russ, it is. Russ, 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 Russ. Welcome back. We are here for another week. The Long Snapper podcast, the, the podcast that definitely has more NFL content than Partridge. Um, as as voted for by Top Gear magazine. Uh, without further ado, um, <laughs> what? knowing knowing me, <laughs> knowing me, Adam Foxcroft, knowing you, Craig Edmonds, Russ Milson, and Dougie oh, Andrews. Oh, I see uh-huh. you did there. Uh-huh. I, I caught that. Uh-huh. I caught that. I caught it. Good. Say aha then. Means I don't know, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Just, just, just we're just at the stage of identifying this happened. Man, man, man's not saying aha. Man's not saying that shit, me. <laughs> KMT. I'll be honest, even I, even I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> before we go down the first rabbit hole, whatever that may be, um, I need to draw the listeners' attention to Mr. Russell Milsom, uh, Cardinals fan, as you may know. He's he, even done he, a quiz on the cards. He's well. He tried. Um, uh, he's he sat in uh, well, very nice looking Chicago Bears cap. Yeah, it's good which stuff. Seems mate. a strange thing for a Cardinals fan to do. Maybe Agreed. he got confused and thought it said the C stood for Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 would be an excellent ruse, but it's, it's simply not true. Um, the Bears stash is decent. I've made no uh, I've made no bones about that. Right from the very start. Um, so is this, but, is this what this is? Is this apparel, or are you making a statement? No, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not apparel, apparel, or apparel, <laughs> whatever way you want to say it. It's not. I'm making a bit of a statement. Um, as mentioned, just off air, then I've got no emotional ties to Arizona, and the <laughs> fuck they're fucking the, shit. <laughs> and, and couple that. Let's couple my non-emotional ties, having only sort of followed them for probably less than two years, let's say, since I watched All or Nothing. Um, and it was I blame nothing, you. wasn't it? It was nothing. It was David Johnson. It was all or David Johnson, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and so I've kind of come to the conclusion that do I really feel that impassioned about any team in the NFL? Now, I, I'm kind of going down Doug's NFL agnostic route, you mm-hmm. know, choosing teams based on stash not really nailing my colours to the mast as such because I'm I'm so fed up with Arizona being dog shit and I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel quite frankly so uh you know I'm going to I'm going to just drift away I'm going I'm going to let them go I'm going to and I'm going to not just jump into bed with someone else I'm not that guy you what well you got well, a fucking hat on, mate. You are. Yeah, yeah, literally, I'm, I'm, you're literally I'm, that guy. I'm, 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 <laughs> how are the Bears doing this season? Pretty well, aren't they? Yeah, eight, eight and three, mate, I think. But that's just irrelevant. Oh, is it? Is it? <laughs> no, I, I like the stash. I like the stash. Miami's love, got great I, stash. Miami's got fantastic I don't, stash. I don't like that blue, current. mate. I don't like that blue. Not a big fan of the blue. Um, Aqua, I believe. <laughs> the aqua. I also quite like the Raiders stash. In fairness, I like the black. Uh, but, you yeah. went, but you went with Chicago. <laughs> uh, they got more wins than the Raiders, you haven't go, they? You didn't go with the two and eight Raiders. You went with the eight and three Bears. <laughs> I've not got. I've, I've gone and I've bought a hat. That's right. all I've done. I've bought a hat, mate. 
I bought caps, and I like to wear caps. I'm a cap man. I got. I just want to. I want to make. I want to make. You've got no fucking air, mate. That's true. I want to make two points on this. Ants. One, Russ. When Doug, after supporting the Chiefs for a lifetime, made his decision, you were not in support of that. You were on a very clear side of the fence. My second issue is that you had such a moral code regarding a fancy football trade, yet you, even though we know there is a very clear moral standard, once you pick a team, for better or worse, you are stuck with that fucking team. No, you're not. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, all, you're all flimsy now when it comes to, one minute it's a handshake, it's a handshake, next minute, ah, I'm, I'm football agnostic. Oh, Ross, mate, I, I'm, I'm disappointed. But as as we discovered in as we discovered in our um, our WhatsApp conversation this week, Craig, you're somewhat agnostic when it comes to deciding what side of the fence you fall on in any given argument. That's a lie. It's clearly not. But, but I like making, to be making a big deal in the podcast two two podcasts ago about how um, getting all uptight about fantasy football and X Y Z, and then yeah. claiming that it wouldn't stand up in a court of law using literal like real that. life to disprove the fact that you actually care that much about it. No, just saying. That doesn't make Yeah, but sense. if you, Dougie, be careful, because if you ever need a kidney... Oh, yeah, I'll give you a kidney. I'll give you a kidney. Yeah, that's fine. Hola. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I, if I need a kidney and you tell me you're getting one, I'm definitely making other plans. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, I, I just want to draw a line under it and say I'm not picking the bears as such. As mate, in, I'm not going to be a fuck. None of us are from no, no, America. No. Support a different True. team every week if you want. I couldn't care less. Uh, I'm going to be. I want to be a fan of football for a while and just <laughs> and just enjoy, <laughs> and just enjoy it. I'm going to play the field and and, and, and I tell you what. And I tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. I will I will make some informed decisions and at the start of next season, based on the knowledge that I've accrued so far and all if you're basing your knowledge on what we tell you. Well, exactly. Well you you led me to the cards. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have my no, own we've knowledge. Just, we've decided that Martin did that. Um, yeah. Who? Well, quiet. Um, like yeah, he, he, like he's not here to uh... says that he's trapped mate you, 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 hey, you, listen I'll, Russ I'll... I, I'm, I'm quite open about it I'll have a new team every year I couldn't give a monkeys I'll, I'll support the team that play football that entertains me and I don't really care about all this sort of tribalist nonsense that we're uh... yeah good good so, so but here's, here's one thing that I'll I just like you can look in the mirror Russ that's all I'm saying well, I, I can look you can in the mirror. Look in the mirror. It's not, what looks back at him is not very nice, though, so he doesn't do it that often. <laughs> is I don't watch. I don't watch full games. I sit on Sunday. I don't stay up till two o'clock in the morning to watch football because, uh, you know, I, I've, my, I've got to watch my team. I sit there on a Sunday night and I watch seven hours of red zone. So with that in mind, with that in mind, My mic is muted, Russ. You can carry on. I've, I've, yeah, I've made that mistake so many times. I'm hearing that. Um, what I'll say is, uh, I sit there and watch Red Zone for seven hours on Sunday night and have a great time watching all the teams do their shit. So it's a great why, time. What... watch his Red Zone. He has a wank. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a wank. Yeah, but come on, Scott Hansen on your screen. He's only human. Just, it's just like a puff of air comes out at the end, doesn't it? 
<laughs> a mosquito's tear. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. I'm wearing a bear's hat. So what? Uh, you know what? Yeah. I've, I've, something tells me this isn't the last last we're going to hear about this. Um, anybody like a quiz? I'd love a quiz. Let's do it. Um, today's quiz is sponsored by Reuben Foster. As as you may have heard, he's been arrested and released by the San Francisco 49ers faster than Tampa Bay police released him. Uh, he's been picked up on waivers by Washington. He's, he was a baller. Well, is the baller. Well, anyway. he's, he see, oh, yeah, arguably still is. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure the the rest changes that. Uh, but with that in mind, um, this quiz is going to be about football players and getting arrested. Um, and I'm going to go round in circles and I'm going to give you a football player and you're going to have to tell me what they were arrested for. Oh, rape for raping and a drug in. We've raping and a drug in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this easier. Chance. Sorry, Craig. But I reckon I'm gonna have a 25% chance for any given one. <laughs> well, um, this is gonna be easy. You're gonna have three categories to choose from: um, domestic violence, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Substance, abuse, abuse, yeah. abuse, yeah. abuse, yeah. abuse, abuse, and DUI. Ooh, Slash good alcohol. Shit. <laughs> no, All that good shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Casual This rate. better be good, man. This better be good, bro. <laughs> Um, well, you can start, Craig. Um, so, remember the three categories. Uh, your first player, Antonio Callaway. Drugs. Substance. Abuse. 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 Uh, correct. Good start. Um, Russ. Greg Hardy. Um... Greg Hardy sounds like the type of guy that'd be into a bit of domestic abuse. Uh, you would be spot on. Um, Dougie, Spencer Ware, you may remember him. Uh, Spencer Ware, DUI. An extraordinarily perfect start. Um, Craig, James Harrison. It's not blank. Uh, uh, drugs. Substance abuse. Abuse. Yeah. Abuse. Incorrect. I'm afraid it was uh, domestic violence. James I Harrison. Thought, I just thought he'd kill someone. <laughs> James Harrison doing any sort of domestic violence has to result in death. You, you would think he would have had to really held something back with the size of him. Um, Russ, Dwayne Bow. Dwayne Bow. Well, as oh god, um, Dwayne Bow, I would say that he was arrested for DUI. Uh, you'd be incorrect. Um, the clue, the clue is a fantasy football team name that you may have seen kicking around somewhere over the Dwayne Bow. Um, very much drugging. 
I've never seen that fancy team name ever. It's probably, yeah, to be fair, it's probably three or four years old, that one. He's, he's, he's not still in the league, is he? He'll probably turn up in the XFL. Yeah. The AAA, A-A-A. Uh, whatever it's called. Um, Doug, Cortland Finnegan. Uh, Cortland Finnegan beat his missus up, didn't he? Uh, he may have done, but he wasn't arrested for it. He's uh, he's DUI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig, back to you. Aaron Jones, Green Bay running back. One of the greatest quiz responses ever to a question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go DUI. Uh, correct. Well done. Uh, Russ, Willie Sneed. Uh, Willie Sneed's in into the drugging, I should imagine. Substance abuse, abuse, abuse. Uh, again, he may well be, but that's not who he was arrested for. DUI, Willie Sneed. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that not Willie Sneed the third, though, rather than Willie Sneed the fourth? Oh, he's, he's, he's one of... He might be the fourth, is he? Willie Sneed that, is the fourth. That's a future I'm, quiz. I'm, th- I'm thinking of Willie Sneed the third. Sorry, mate. <laughs> 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 You've inadvertently given me an idea for a future quiz there. Anyway, uh, Doug, Quincy Inunua. Um, sorry, I'm balls deep in the Chinese at the moment, so um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just smashing it. Um, With chopstick as well, you pretentious prick. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes better, mate. Um, <laughs> Quincy and them were was done for DUI. He wasn't. He was done for domestic violence. Bad luck. <laughs> this is almost <laughs> like it's a guessing game. Craig, back to you. Two more each, and we'll be we'll be done. Chris Herndon. Uh, DV. DV. We're, we're we're shortening it. I love it. Um. No, he was, uh, he was, he was, yeah, yeah. I thought it was, DV was diarrhea and vomiting. That's just what, that's that's just what your missus says. He's got DV again, fuck's sake. Sorry, she talked about DP. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, DUI, Chris Herndon. Russ, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Ah, ASJ. We haven't had a domestic violence for a little while. I'm going to get domestic violence. Bad luck, it's DUI. <laughs> um, I'm, trying to find a, I'm trying to find a pattern. Oh, you won't find that in one of my quizzes, mate. Uh, Sam Shields, Doug. Domestic violence. Uh, bad luck again, uh, drugging Sam Shields. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's in the lead, by the way, for anyone keeping track. We're nearly there. Jonathan Joseph, Craig. Drugs. Substance. Abuse. 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 Correct. Russ. Robert Turbin. I'm going for domestic violence again. (laughs) He got it wrong again. He he was a bit more drugging. And finally, Dougie. Chad Ochocinco Johnson. (laughs) Um... (laughs) All I know of the above. I, and I actually do know this. He beat his missus up. He did. Um, well, well remembered. Um, Craig, with three points, it looks like you are this week's winner. Um, 
domestic violence and drugging and alcohol is your area of expertise, it would seem. Brilliant. I'm not mate, is that, is that, that some sort of is that some veiled racist uh, jab, mate? In your ivory tower. Is that, <laughs> fucking is that is that you being racist back? A... <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. No such thing as reverse racism, mate. Oh yeah, uh, it's possible like that. Uh, Play the music. We've probably yeah. There you go. Have your music. We've probably. Put, I just need to put my chopsticks down. <laughs> what? He is actually. Oh, you've got a spoon. Yeah, he sees. When it comes to eating the rice. That's for the. Oh, okay. Oh, he's got. He's got several courses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just high rolling, mate. That's how we do it in the middle classes. Salmon, Chinese takeaway. You know how it is. <laughs> that it's podcast Dougie, money. Dougie's dinner hour. <laughs> Um, Adam, uh, how was there a quiz about crime and football players and Platico Boris was an answer? I just don't understand it. Well, I'm not sure about Platico Boris. I mean, there are several obvious high-profile names that could have come up, but I couldn't pick anybody who'd been arrested for, arrested for more than one of those. You know, that wouldn't have wouldn't have worked for the quiz. Um, that would have been there's a, a good website. one. If you'd have, you had to pick the person who got all three. Oh, there are some of those. Um, if you go to oh, nflarrest.com, there's a clickable, you can filter think, by team, by position. I think by, way back in the crime. day, I actually did a quiz on that with some of the weirder ones that people got arrested for. Mm. I think so as well. And you click, um, on, you click on anything and it comes up with a pie chart. So Adam Jones has been arrested more than any other NFL player at 10 times. Uh, 40% for assault. 10% public intoxication, uh, 10% uh, coercion, gun, it says. <laughs> Alcohol, disorderly conduct, and 20% drugs. He's done it all. The defensive players are idiots. <laughs> uh, they, they didn't, was it Cleveland he ended up? No, it wasn't Cleveland. It was Cincinnati, and he was Joe Mixon's He was mentor. on the all-criminal team in Cincinnati, wasn't he? With, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who else was there? They had shitloads of them. Basically, um, so, Marv Lewis turned turned uh, Cincinnati's home ground into a halfway house. <laughs> Didn't um, Burfecht get like 20 penalties that year as well, just for punching people in the face and driving his head into their ankles and shit? Per game, yeah, literally. Um, anyway, just to remind you, we at the Long Snapper Podcast don't condone any of these crimes and don't consider whoa, them whoa, in whoa, any whoa, way. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> speak for, speak yeah. for yourself, fella. <laughs> <laughs> I can do well, any crimes they... that make people look stupid. No. I draw the line at some of them. You'd rather get pissed up than earn 20 million quid in the NFL. Be my right. guest. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of NFL, let's start with... Oh, let's, let's talk a bit about Rusty's team, Chicago. They're doing pretty well. Um, nice, nice win on Thanksgiving. Looks like they're going to run away with the NFC North with that defense. So we've kind of not mentioned them too much this year but now we've got some personal interest in them let's, let's give some love to the Bears I like it a personal interest story I Russ mean, three, three players from the Bears go uh, Trubitsky um, Mac and Le James Robinson Bron? Alan Robinson <laughs> oh, well <done>. James <laughs> <Bron>. <laughs> Still that's, that's niche. Story, is that? <laughs> 
Yeah, Chicago, it, they're, they're one of those stories where you seem to get a couple, two or three teams each year that rise to sort of near the top, basically on the back of having a stellar defense. Um, and they're one of them for this this year. Um, proving proving it more than anything by Trubisky not being available on Thanksgiving, slotting Chase Daniel in, and they're just as effective. But they did <clears throat> they did allow LeGarrette Blunt to score twice. Mm. Uh, and I think that as as good as that defense is, um, as Doug said, they they do you know that you they, can score on them. But I I just not convinced by that offense, man. There's just not enough there. That's my concern for the for the Bears. Good good fun, you know. They 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 got themselves a new fan for uh, the style of football that they play. But um, I just I don't think they've got enough offensively. Burton really summed up that game for me. Um, you know, he, he had a reasonable game, but <clears throat> got dinked. Uh, had drop 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 first down. Uh, missed the block. Hate seeing your tight ends miss easy blocks and fumbled the ball. No, that's I, 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 other outside of Cohen, who they don't seem to use nearly enough. I really, I, I'm, I worry for that offense. Mitch Trubisky, lo- like him, exciting. Just don't think they got enough tools. It's. It seems to me that that's a well. It, it's hard to argue with that on offense. You look at, you look at what they've got and you're completely right. It's just, I always think that defense on, on Thursday against Detroit, they were clearly tired, um, but found enough. In it was the a small, it was a short turnaround for them. Uh, they were, they played Sunday night as well. And no Sunday night to Thursday, that. Thursday lunchtime. Yeah. They were, they were flexed into Sunday night, which is why that happened. They not, wasn't on the original schedule, but um, I think that was a part of it. But they're going, they're going to be in every game they play with that D. Um, and it's, there's much less pr- pressure on the offense such that it is. Um, we saw it with Jacksonville last year um, and where Blake Bortles, who we'll, well, we'll come on to, um, he wasn't making so many mistakes and they, they were winning games on the back of it. Um, Chicago, yeah, they could go. They're probably going to be a playoff team. They could go deep, I think. Um, I disagree with you, Adam. Here's why. <coughs> it's, uh, teams that are built around a good defense. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. I, I said that I thought they could potentially go deep into the playoffs. I've, I've, I've kind of backtracked on that a little bit because there just is not enough on that offense to carry them if the defense has an off day. Yes, they might have a fantastic offense, but if they play, say they get, I don't know, say they get the, uh, who who are likely to get the buyers, the Rams and the Saints. Saints. So yeah. who does that leave behind them? So Chicago, let us assume that Chicago win their division. They'll have a home game against probably someone like Seattle or yeah. um, yeah, the Panthers maybe. Yeah, both or, of, or, both or of even which, a team from their own both, division. Both, both, both of whom could match them for defense but also outscore them on offense and I think it's when they get a team that can match their defense that actually puts pressure on their offense that I think they'll come unstuck I could see them pulling it out of the bag the way that the Rams play I could see I could see them pulling out an upset against the Rams I I find it 
in a, in a weird way, almost less likely that they'll beat someone like the Seahawks or Panthers, a team that can actually match them for defense. I mean, we talked to, we talked about the Rams at length last week, and the the way they the way their defense is, um, yeah, they they conceded a lot of points, but they also create a lot of turnovers. Um, so, well, as as Chicago do, um, but you, yeah, they're they're porous at the same time. Exciting. Um, it's going to be interesting to find out. I mean, also in the a, a team that seems to be on the rise in the NFC, Seattle, I've just just mentioned. Um, yeah, it could be interesting to see those two up against each other. That was a good game against Carolina. Um, I don't hmm. think. Well, I, I don't think. Yo, yo, well, yo. Sorry, Greg. What happened there? He was just doing some rapping. Um, Chris Carson's really turned up in the last few weeks, hasn't he? He's really started to put put the hammer down a little bit. Yeah, I mean that they've got they've got their offense going again. At the start of the season, it just looked. Sluggish, wasn't running. it? It was just nothing. And now they've got a, now they've got a run, a genuine run threat in Carson, where it wasn't he wasn't making yards before. They weren't they weren't clicking on offense, which which meant that you know that run threat just wasn't there. Now he's he seems to be carrying hard. It gives them more options. Uh, they they've kind of morphed into this sort of Patriots light, where they sort of take the first few weeks to suss the season out, and then once Russell Wilson blows the cobwebs off, they seem to kick on a bit. It makes you wonder why the teams don't take the preseason slightly more seriously and come into the season hot, because there's cheap wins available there. If you can get, if you can start the season early and not like really well, I mean, look at the Dolphins. I was going to say, isn't that what Miami did this season? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think uh, for Seahawks though, I I do think we're seeing the benefits of, of Pete Carroll. I think that he's he's made some changes. Obviously, the that defense and the old timers thing loomed large over the Hawks, and I think that once he got hurt and that was kind of put to bed, he's he's been able to get people to rally around and yeah. I mean, you you look at a team like the Seahawks, and then you look at a team like um, the Bears. I think I, I fancy the Seahawks on any given Sunday. Over the course of 16 games, I think the Bears win win out. But if it's to win one game, Hawks. Yeah, I agree. Weirdly. Um, <laughs> we, as yeah, we say, I, we I, I well. think that you're seeing the benefit of like the coach like Belichick and, and Carroll who can assess what they've got after a certain amount of time adjust their game plans and the way they play to the personnel they have available at the time. I don't think there's a lot of coaches that can do that, which is why I think the Patriots start slow. Seahawks start slow and build towards the end of the season because they, they understand what they have and what they, what their abilities are come mid season. Surely it's a better way to approach the season in, in a way in, in a format like the NFL where you actually then go into the playoffs rather than a league where you can have it sewn up with 10, 12 games to go, whatever. If you've got a play, if you've got a playoff system, it doesn't matter if you you could start zero and four and finish twelve and four, 
and smash through the playoffs. If you find form, get into the playoffs and you're away, surely that's that's got to be the best way to go about it. If the slow starts aren't punished in the same way. You'd certainly rather win your last 12 than your first 12 if, that, if you're going to go 12 and 4. It, it also, yeah. But also it comes down to... Are your coaches good enough to do that? Are your do you back your coaching staff enough as a head coach to to be able to do that? And also, what if, have your players got the the stones to be able to go up and four and not check out? Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, if we're we're sort of talking about a few teams that are coming up from not necessarily nowhere, uh, but yeah, we've we've talked plenty about the Saints, the Rams, you know, in the AFC, Patriots, the Steelers, um, are teams that are leading the way. Um, but uh, two teams in the same division in the AFC that we've not talked about much. Who, one of them have won eight in a row, the other have won five in a row. The Texans and the Colts. Suddenly, that's that's a division that's been turned on its head. Um, by having well. Each of them has a quarterback who's got gone hot. Um, we're co- I'm convinced that, well, let's start with the Texans. I'm sort of convinced that Deshaun Watson's going to get a season-ending injury any game now. Um, but as long as he doesn't, they're going to be hard to beat. I, I think Deshaun Watson's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Um, love watching him play football. And I, I do love that offense in general. Hopkins, I think we said the other week, you made that, that um, grab where it was like, I don't know, this Matrix type shit. He just ripped it out of the air. And the most impressive thing about um, the Houston Texans for me is is that defense, um, that defensive line. You put JJ Watt, um, Clowney, Merciless, all playing well. And... You know, that is a dominant front. That's the front that we were scared about two years ago. JJ Watt looking unplayable again. Um, and it's, it's, it's really for you. It's when, you know, once you, if you enjoy the NFL and you watch it a long time, it took me a very long time before you really appreciate what happens on the offensive and defensive lines and how important it is to, to each play. Um, when you have these elite, unplayable, pass rushes it really does change the things that you can do and and you look at JJ what healthy JJ what and he, he has to be accounted for double teamed every play and 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 he's, he's he looks good again you know this is a three-time defensive player of the year and you kind of forget about JJ what um having a healthy <laughs> JJ what is yeah, I, is, yeah, is I, a big deal you know I can't ever forget about JJ Watt as a you know, a fan of a team in his division. You see him, see him twice a year. I mean, he's been injured a little bit the last couple of years. Um, when you, but when you see Marcus Mariota not manage to escape these guys, you know, behind. Okay, the offensive line hasn't fired as it has done, and they've had a couple of injuries. But when he can't escape them, you know, one of the the fastest QBs in the NFL. Um, it it says it says a lot. Um, you know, they were. As as you'd expect, getting pressure on on him all game really. Um, it's yeah, you can't cover all of them. What you know, what clowny merciless? It's just it's just impossible. When you look at them from a superstar standpoint, like a, a, you know the, the the available talent that O'Brien has compared to the available talent of 
say, a Belichick <clears throat> or a, to a lesser extent, um, oh, fuck me, the Saints coach. Peyton. Peyton. Dougie's Alzheimer's they, they should they, the, the Texans should never, ever lose. <laughs> they should never lose. They've got they've got nine, maybe ten players that are, you know, yeah. top of the market players. Lamar Miller, I cut him in the long long snapper pod league this week because I've got a stack of running backs. I should have traded him, but what yeah, do you do? Good, um, good week to yeah, yeah, great week to cut him. <laughs> Lamar Miller's got the ability to go. They've got Thomas Hopkins. Fuller, Deshaun Watson, Kiki Kiki Kuti as well. Then on the defense, they've got um, obviously Watt Clowney and um, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, he's sick too. You know, that's 10 players without even thinking. I mean, it's embarrassing how much they. they, I mean, they. But they started poorly, didn't they? You 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 made a point earlier about keeping a team engaged when you start badly. And I do think, you know, the, the Texans, while you're right, they've had, they have got superstar talent. Um, I do think, you know, what's been injured. Uh, clowney has been injured. Merciless has missed time. They kind well, of started. Watson as well they, was started yeah, Watson, coming off. So injury. really over the last two years, they haven't had all of the, One of his better and, points. And, you know, 0-3, Bill O'Brien's on the... Um... Didn't hear that. Uh, we lost you halfway through. <laughs> I, missed, I missed it twice. Back, backtrack a bit, Craig. I think you were, your internet needed some attention there. Uh, don't even know where to backtrack to. Either way, <laughs> they've, had, they've not had everybody fit all the time, which, you know... That's part of the coach's job. And at 0-3, you're, you know, is it time to make a coaching change? At this point, Watson's playing like he's loving it. You know, the whole they, they the whole thing about the kid, the, the was it a kidney? The bus ride, the lung thing. You know, the, the, um, you're hearing a lot about that. And I think for me, if he's had such a serious injury where he has to do that and is willing to then bus across the country... Hopefully that sends a real good message to his his teammates. So they, I mean, look, if you're I in heard, the, age, I heard about this. What is he doing? Getting a bus? All right, he can't fly. Couldn't fly. He's yeah. got to go to Jacksonville, and the best that the Texans can do is stick him on a, a greyhound. Well, I don't. I, I'm, uh, was it a greyhound? I'm pretty <laughs> sure it, you know, it wasn't a 207, mate. I'm pretty sure it was a <laughs> it was a souped up bus. I reckon he had a bit of fever in there. If you want to, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, look, I, I, it's it's an exciting. T- hey, Russ, mate, don't make your mind up about the Bears. You don't know what's going to happen with the Texans. You know, this, this, if, if, if you're looking for a team, this might this might be one one to consider. Mate, I've thought about the Texans. They've got a decent stash as well, and they've got some stars. Get out! I'm not having that. And and I picked up I picked up the Texans in a um, an online Madden league this week. So. Uh, yeah, so a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about if you're considering the Texans? What about the Colts? Um, I'll tell you they've what, got, they've done five on the bounce. The Colts. Let, let's be honest; they are an they're an entirely, entirely.
entirely different proposition with Andrew Luck under centre, aren't they? Let's, um, and then that sounds pretty obvious, but my God, they're an absolutely <laughs> it, different team. He is cu- comeback player of the year. Comeback 100%. player of the year. He has been phenomenal. To, even with his two picks this weekend, just brilliant. Let's, let's not underestimate the job that the head coach has done there. Yeah, agreed. First year coach as well. You know, Reich's done fantastic. Yeah, love it. Also, they don't have the talent that the Texans do. Andrew. Andrew he literally has one receiver. He has yeah, one yeah. receiver who was yeah, yeah. hurt or out. For the most first of round the year. pick was put on IR as well. Yeah. Kane. So, I mean, that, that, that shows how well the coaching and, and Andrew, Andrew Luck, I don't think anyone at any point in his career has doubted what he can do when fully No, fit. no, no. I disagree, mate. <laughs> People doubted when Andrew fully Luck. fit. La- yeah, fine, but the question was whether he would. Last year, yeah, yeah, sure. There were that's plenty different... of people who wrote him off. Even this year, got a little bit of banter for taking him in fantasy. To be yeah, fair, he's done more than you ever, ever could have imagined he would have in fantasy. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He's been, he's been lights out. He has been. We've got, uh, we got a friend, the, the man with no name, on this podcast, and uh, he, he, he has a full-blown or certainly had a full-blown man crush on Andrew Luck I mean he was in love with this guy and uh, we're seeing why you can't watch Andrew Luck play football and not enjoy it, 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 it and some people might I, I think he's like a evolved Peyton Manning like a Peyton man got some athleticism and he's just brilliant love what he's done love, like the Colts and and I think certainly not so much this year but the next two years um, they've got that running back there who's going to make a difference. If they can draft well, definitely need to do some things on that defensive line. Definitely need to do some things in that back end of the secondary. Um, get another receiver for TY. But you you got Andrew Luck for three or four years. And, you know, and who, who's a better quarterback in the league? Who do you, If you're starting day one and you're watching Andrew Luck play football like this, who, who else do you take in, over him? If you're going to start a franchise, considering considering last there were parts of last season where a lot of people said he may not ever play another slap, yeah, and you know, well, he's been exceptional. We had um, what's his name throw the um, what's the backup reset the 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 um, the um, uh, hell Mary in the what is it first or second game or whatever, and people were questioning, oh, he hasn't got the arm strength anymore. He can't can't make that throw. That's why people made a big thing about that, but it's one type of play one that you play. might see they've twice adapt- a season. They've adapted their game plan. He throws a lot less down the field now. Mm. But he can still bomb it. There's he can still bomb it, but they're not asking him to do it all the time, and they're certainly yeah. keeping him keeping him on his feet a bit more than they ever have as well. So yeah, that's there's, same, a, there's same a lot of things that have gone right older. for him this year. Yeah. The, and the O-line's improved, which is, again, another shout to the coaching, because obviously, you know, they keep reminding us, along with the fact that Fitz went to Harvard, you know, Andrew Luck hadn't been <laughs> in however many games, um, but that O-line has obviously done really well. You've got to give it to the... It does annoy me a little bit when people talk about sacks like that, because it's not as though people aren't trying to sack him. He's moving out of the way quite a lot of the time. So, um, but yeah, the O-line's keeping him up right. Yes, he's having, he's, he's having far more manageable throws. He's not having to bomb it 30, 40, 50 yards every throw, but he can. And if he if somebody can get loose, as you know, Ty shakes loose, he'll hit him. He'll hit him in stride. Um, I'm a big that, fan of um, Eric Ebron as well. Oh, well, they've got two two tight ends who. Uh, well, they've only got really one well. now because Jack well, uh, Doyle's. Gone Doyle's down. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Got AIDS or something. Um, 
Craig, you touched <laughs> on something there that I wanted to bring up about um, announcers. I, I didn't put it on the running order or anything like that, but um, the standard of the NFL broadcast announcers at the moment. Dog shit. <laughs> absolutely woeful. Tony Romo on Thanksgiving sounded like... he sound, I'll tell you what he sounded like. He sounded like he had his iPad on and was watching a series on Netflix while commentating <laughs> on the game. It he was, yeah. Com- like it's night and day compared to what he was last year. He, he just doesn't seem into it this year at all. Um, he sounded like someone that was missing out on his Thanksgiving dinner by commentating. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and also, um, the guy from Monday Night Football, Booger. Booger. Uh, I, what an oh, absolute Boog chopper that wit. guy is. Why does he keep calling him wit? Stop saying it. Like, oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> the, the, one, the one thing that I can't stand in summarizers is when they say when they dress up something glaringly obvious, which takes no knowledge as something profound. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. He said on the Monday night game, when I was watching the, and it was on the highlights as well, you know, third downs are really important wit. No shit. Sherlock. Thank, <laughs> remind me how much you're getting paid to say that. Third downs are really important. Do you know what other downs are really important? First, second and fourth. They're all really important, mate. You've got to make yards on all of them. Third downs are a bit more important because if not, you punt it away. But mate, work on your game. It's shit. Why? Why? Why as well? They they've put him in this rather than put him next to Jason Witten. They put him on this thing that goes up and down the field. It just gets in people's way. I mean, he's made, the and they call thing. him. Why is it Bug and Wit all the time? It's so. Fu- it's just. It's. Do you know what that is? It, it, I do think it's maybe um, like ESPN cookie cutter polish bullshit. But it is bad, and it's bad across the. I mean, I can. I only. I can listen to Collingsworth because I think he's got a sick voice. Like I, I do enjoy. Oh, Ma- Michael's and Collingsworth are yeah. porn of commentary. L- listen to them talk, but other than that, and Hanson, our man Hanson on Red Zone, love him too. There's other just, than that, I find it really hard to watch NFL Network because of the ex-pro analysis. Yeah. Because a lot of it is so. It. it it's like we should do been it. Given, Let's call given, a fucking game. They've been given a task, and they want to do it without with the least amount of effort expended possible, which is understandable. We all want to. We all want to sort of slack off in our job, but you know, when you listen to some of the <laughs> fantasy people, like who's that guy? Bucky Brooks is one that really annoys me. He takes ten minutes to say anything. Like if he's saying Austin Safarian Jenkins, he'll go. So the guy that really imp- impresses me for Tampa Bay or wherever he plays for Jets now, isn't it? Is ASJ Austin Safarian Jenkins of the New York Jets? He really impresses me. Like all he said is Austin Safarian Jenkins anyway, really impresses that. me, but it's taken him thirty-five seconds to do it. And he goes, he catches a lot of balls in the red zone. End of segment. It's like mate, <laughs> you know. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's been terrible. Lads, we need to make a little project. We have to call a game. Call a game. Um, I've already done it. Dougie's done it with the old rugby, hasn't he? It's it's not easy. uh, It's not easy, believe me. No, I don't know. But there's just... uh, We should move on, really. This should be a summer podcast about sports commentary in general. But there's always a big thing, and certainly with cricket, of you've got to be an ex-player to be taken seriously, which I don't... I'm not... I don't not having it for a second um you've got to be a good you've got to be knowledgeable and be interesting to listen to this is my this is my thing on it right 
I've I've watched more rugby in the last ten years than probably ninety five percent of people that watch rugby. I would guess because I you know three games a week minimum for the last ten years during the season, right? Plus whatever there is over the summer. I'm not a particular my my physical limitations and and skill limitations prohibited me from playing a good level but it doesn't mean i don't have as 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 discussed discussed on the more over podcast podcast (laughs) this week but it just doesn't mean that i don't have a good theoretical understanding of a game what about um penalties do you have a theoretical understanding of well, a, what you're allowed to do? I have as much of a theory, a much of a theoretical understanding about penalties as professional rugby players. So, <laughs> um, I think my, my point is, my point is, being an ex-professional sportsman doesn't mean you have a great knowledge of the game you played. As yeah. evidenced by Donovan McNabb not knowing that the NFL could have ties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you I, I played do, I, in the NFL, and the NFL is a little bit more intricate, and there are intricacies of professional sport that the layman can't understand, but it doesn't mean you can't explain what you see. Like, if you're talking about football, third-man runs and stuff like that, a lot of people wouldn't ever consider that, but a professional player would know the intricacies of that. But it doesn't stop someone who's a good talker learning about it and being able to spot it and describe yeah. it. And, and I think a lot of the times they just go for name recognition over actual knowledge. I, I agree. And I think that's the issue, isn't it? Because I do think certain times you hear, as boring as he's been recently, you hear Tony Romo dissect a play pre-snap and exactly what happens, happens. You know, you I I think that's because as a pro, he's experienced it, he's lived it. But Adam, you made the point. Um, opening, you've got to be interesting to listen to. And... I, I, you know, I did. Um, I did a bit. Of, I did a bit of local radio back in the day. Humble um, brag. Um, <laughs> <FM>. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> um, Man uh, spit rhymes and does <laughs> tunes on the radio. No, no, you mate, can hear I us did, in uh, Brentford, and you can hear <laughs> us if you if you if the wind's in the right direction. You can hear us in Twickenham. Surely FM coming in your ears. It was it was local radio. It was it was in a studio, West Side Radio, bang, Hayes FM, what up? Um and so there was talk of stuff happening. (laughs) Hayes FM. (laughs) There was talk of stuff happening. It was up Um, between up with the partridge and Dave Clifton. Yeah. (laughs) We did like a current event news slash sports show, and we wanted we our content kind of fit with like talk sport e type stuff and we had a guy in the studio who had links with talk sport anyway long story short as much as the show and the show was good it was funny as much as the good the show was in funny and whatever talk sport just wouldn't look at it because no one was an ex-pro no one had was had done anything professional in any sport and so they weren't interested and i do think in general to sports you know it is too difficult even even coaches let alone producers or broadcasters even coaches to eliminate anyone who didn't quite make it at the top level does seem foolhardy but certainly when you watch these dickheads try to talk about sport it does piss me off and i think me and my mates could definitely do it better because we're way better yeah i think you know we're digressing somewhat but (laughs) as per as per (laughs) yeah um 
<laughs> podcasting is is a perfect example. Podcasting was originally the the media for people who didn't have a voice. So people who wanted to tell people how they felt about a sport or a subject or music or what what whatever had a platform that they could get out and if it was good it succeeded and off you went. And then all of a sudden they started getting money and then X pros started seeing that and were like, well, mm-hmm. we need some of that shit. So then the <laughs> podcast money got the podcast money started being diverted to the people that were already earning it in commercial radio. That seems wrong to me. Like me and Russ do this rugby podcast. We're up against people that are, you know, sponsored up to the nines. They're millionaires. They can like Peter Crouch. Yeah. Why does Peter Crouch need a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> fuck off lanky leave it like, to the rest of mate, us mate <laughs> just, like yeah you played professional sport i know what his podcast is without listening to it it's an hour of banter and him <laughs> telling stories about his professional days like you listen to that for three weeks and then you go okay that's enough of that shit now same with some of the rugby podcasts now they're literally in jokes stories about rugby from when they played and banter and and it annoys me we we're just two out of the three of those. On the, on the <laughs> Some would argue none out of the three of those. We're just uh... we've definitely got in jokes. Let's be, yeah. let's face that. But you know, um, it's up to you. Those people that want to listen to what Neil Reynolds has to say about the NFL, great. Yeah, yeah. Poor Rizzle. Yeah, I I could I could whistle into an echo chamber, and it would probably make more sense about the NFL than Neil Reynolds. <laughs> Why do we always end up here? Uh, just because you love them, mate, because they gave you the opportunity to lick some Tennessee bloke's arm. <laughs> don't don't slag off NFL UK. They gave me a freebie. Right. Come on, go hard for NFL UK, Adam. Go hard. Uh, I'm not, I can't be bothered. Um, <laughs> Alistair Kirkwood. Talk about Alistair Kirkwood. Talk let's, about it. Let's move on. Give me a fact about Alistair Kirkwood right now. Who, what would you rather he do? Spells, he spells his name differently to Alistair Cook. What would you rather do? What would you rather do? Hit Alistair Kirkwood with your car or Theresa May? <laughs> Could I line them up? No, no. Alistair Kirkwood or Neil Reynolds? Don't miss Theresa, mate. You do have to hit one of them. Theresa. Alistair Kirkwood or Neil Reynolds? There we go. That's oh, better. Oh, oh. Um... Let's talk about Buffalo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 the old, it's the old joke which we could adapt, couldn't you? Um, it's like you've got three people in a room. Um, Two bullets. You've got, Al- you've got Alistair Kirkwood, you've got Hitler, and you've got Joseph Stalin. It's Stalin, rather. Um, and you've got two bullets. Um, what do <laughs> you do? And it's you Joseph shoot Kirkwood Stalin. twice just to make sure. That's where you're at, Blockhead, if you're wondering, mate. Every bullet's for you, son. <laughs> right. Buffalo. Buffalo, Jacksonville. I, I, I can't be bothered to get back into NFL now. We've gone down this rabbit hole. Did you know there was a graphic on um, on uh, the Monday night game that showed Buffalo still in the hunt for the playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> wow. In fact, before last week, every single team was mathematically in the hunt. I, I'm guessing that's changed now, but... Well, Green, sure Bay, Green Bay is still in it, and they then they the Green, fought Green four, Bay five, the, one. Green Bay have got the exact one. same record as the, as the Browns. There you yeah, go. yeah, they're still so they're third in their conference, aren't they? Uh, the division. Division, sorry, yeah. 
I got, I got, yes. I got, yes. I got football we can actually talk about before we leave football. Um, is Legarrette Blunt a Hall of Famer? <laughs> no. <laughs> if is that it? If Legarrette Blunt is a Hall of Famer, then so is so is John Coon. <laughs> John what? John Coon. <laughs> he was literally a fullback. He literally was. But he scored about 12 touchdowns a year from one yard out. Yeah. So, LeGarrette uh-huh. Blunt, how many how many how many championships has Blunt got? 3? I don't I don't care. He's got 3 chips and he led the league in rushing touchdowns. No. Is LeGarrette Blunt a Hall of Fame? No. Fair enough. Oh, okay, that's, cool. you know, if you go on the modern day this is what I'm saying. I'm... All right, he's in there with Eli Manning. What do you What do you want from this conversation? <laughs> well, he, he, well, Eli, Eli Manning is in the Hall of Fame. He will be a Hall of Fame, yeah. though. I think, we just, I think we just need to go to Canton, tear down that building, and then re-vote. <laughs> do, you reckon they, do you reckon they can have a uh, podcast wing? I think we're in the podcast. <laughs> First ballot, mate. First ballot. I'd, I'd, look, good, I'd look good. Neil, in the Reynolds, Neil Reynolds would be like, um, he'd be like Terrell Owens getting the ump every year because he won't get in the NFL podcast Hall of Fame. I got my rings, man. I got the rule let me in. Sounds like Stephen Jones and his rugby journalist stuff. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking Neil Reynolds. Uh, to be fair to him, he's not, I can't see him kicking off. Can you? <laughs> Him getting angry. I can see no, him getting yeah. really pissy about it. Just being so passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, so they got ones, did they? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, yeah, we did, Neil. <laughs> Don't you know that I interviewed Bill Belichick in 2018? I've got Rex Ryan's number. <laughs> no one cares, man. Jeff Ryan bolts on speed dial. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. All right. I don't want to get away from this podcast tonight without without laughing at the fight in Buffalo. Can we please do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, need, I need to... I need to need when to are people kind of... going to learn not to punch people wearing helmets? This is fucked. This is what makes me laugh about, just to go in a completely different tangent, about ice hockey. They wear massive gloves and big helmets... And the first thing they do when they get in a scrap, shake off the massive gloves, take off the helmet. Yeah, but do you know <laughs> why they it, do boys. that? Do you know why they do that? Because there why? are unwritten rules, Russ. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> I, I, listened, I listened to last week's podcast about unwritten rules. They're, unwritten they're, rules no, there genuine, genuinely are um, unwritten rules to fighting in ice hockey. Where, is that the same when the guy takes a knee, it's over? Or is that in the actual rules? Yeah, no, it's obviously fisticuffs is an actual rule in hockey. So if you look at the <laughs> rules of um, yeah. the National Hockey League, fisticuffs is described in the actual rule book. Um, Isn't that the same with rugby? Weren't you allowed to fight in rugby at one point or not? Well, you were, but then, then um, people with kids called Timmy that got hurt <laughs> started getting no involved more. and now they've ruined it for everyone so yeah, um, and they've kind of ruined it in hockey as well but but yeah look um, Lenny could, could, Lenny, you, could you tell take his helmet off Let, first thing you do if you rip that helmet backwards hard enough it's coming off then you go in with a haymaker but did you see him wind it up beforehand <laughs> I saw him wind up this punch and I was like dude he's got a fucking lid on we did it man sure, and tackle him anything else don't punch him in the head there's enough room I there's enough room on the grill to, to throw a meaty uppercut isn't there <laughs> don't go in yeah. with a straight right mate yeah, yeah. <laughs> or an overhand definitely straight uppercut <laughs> 
What makes me laugh though is if if you're a if you're a Bills fan, you don't mind seeing oh, your, your, one of your backup linemen, one of your backup linemen getting ejected, and Leonard Fournette, would you? Yeah. Well, that, that this this was a thing. So the, uh, Shaq Lawson was ejected from from the Bills. Who knew who Shaq Lawson was before mm. before Sunday? Um, but whatever the whatever the beef was, it was so off the ball. Um, it was the play was Dante Moncrief. It was like a fail Mary. Um, well, it was both laying on the ball. Thing. They wouldn't let go of the ball. And we, I was on Jack's podcast, Kickers Matter, um, reviewing this game, talking about it. But at the time, it was 14 apiece. Um, the touchdown was ruled out because he was down at the one. But in the very next play after the ejections, what do you do if you're Jacksonville? You've got the ball at the Buffalo one-yard line. Oh, let's punch it in with the guy who's dominated the game all day. Oh, no, we can't do that because he's just been ejected. They got they got driven back. I think Bortles got sacked a couple of times. They ended up missing the field goal, losing the game. Uh, it's and he weren't even on we the field even, at the time, was he? Fournette, sorry. Yeah, Fournette. He, that, that that was so he was ejected. They couldn't. No, but then sorry. Prior to the prior to the fight, he wasn't on the on the field. Oh, I'm not sure. About I'm pretty that. sure he was on the sidelines okay. to go and get involved. <laughs> did you um, see Jalen Ramsey see... as well? Like, Sorry, just before you get on to Jalen Ramsey, did you see them, instead of taking one to the locker room and then going, yeah, all right, well, they managed to walk them to the locker room so they <laughs> got to the tunnel exactly the same arguing. time. It's like, what the fuck is the matter with you? It reminds me, there was a there was a rugby, um, a similar thing in rugby where they were both walking off. They were both got simbined or might have even been red carded. And as they were walking off, they just started a massive punch up again. <laughs> just, just on on the way off because they weren't. I'm they already. Weren't separate. I'm, you've literally that, already ejected me. If I can, I'm putting hands on him. No doubt about it. <laughs> it makes me think of Rudy Voller and Frank Reichard when they had their spat in Italian '90, and Voller's Voller's sent off for spitting at Reichard, but the ref sends them both off. And as they're walking off the field, he just gobs on him again. Hate <laughs> 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 <Hey>, that, Frank. <laughs> Quality lids on display there as well, weren't they? Oh, absolutely! Monitoring yeah. hell. One of the one of the um, globules, if that's a word, of spit like got in Rudy Voller's hair, like his perm. <laughs> just horrible. Like a proper proper goober. Yeah, the tash. Oh, He's just rocking a stash as well, weren't he? Oh yes. They don't make him like that anymore. They don't. Anyway, Jalen Ramsey. Oh well, that he he's been trolling Josh Allen since he was drafted. And there's like a a, a tweet that got unearthed from last May where he's there's like a shot of Allen in training camp and Jalen Ramsey's tweeting there's that's a pick waiting to happen and Buffalo their social media nailed it after Sunday's game picked out that tweet and just put like quote tweeted this tweet age well did you see (laughs) did you see the point at which Ramsey thought he'd, he'd actually intercepted um Josh Allen, but he'd actually then got done on a penalty for um, pass interference or, or whatever it was, and yes. he was running yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. He was running around like he basically just won the Super Bowl. It's all giving it absolute spuds. It's, it's all a little bit desperate, isn't it? When two teams who have combined for less wins than Baltimore are are giving giving each other sure. high fives for you know picking somebody off, it makes me you know when you get. A team's losing 35-12 or something like that and they intercept and the whole defence runs to the end zone to have one of those nauseating photos. 
It's like, lads, oh, that, you're, you're, you're losing by like 20 points, lads. There you isn't I, much I, I, I agree. more about the NFL than that at the moment. Those no, I, I agree with the losing. Things. Like, you can't be doing that shit if you're losing. But I love the celebrations. Did you see the one they did the other day, the limbo don't, one? Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I no, love it's the, not celebrations. It's I love the, the same celebration. celebration each time. It, it, it's the, the, the whole oh, the team picture, photo with the, with photo. the folded yeah, yeah, arms what, and the... Yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah, it's done. Yeah. I agree. Stop it. Just stop it. Yeah, it's, it's almost to the point... something new. Players have stopped yeah. doing that thing that like when they make a sack or something or they do have a good run, they they run out from the group of players because so, they know a camera's going to follow them and then they and then they do something that that used to boil my piss somebody had tackle someone for three yards or something and they run 20 yards past past the <laughs> offense to like pose at a camera down the other end it's like mate that was a regulation tackle they still made three yards like put your dick away that's why the hurry up offense came into the nfl and i'm glad for it every day <laughs> I would like to um, mention about well, we, before we get into one sentence previews because we're getting on a bit. Um, the unlike us, the <laughs> um, Texans and your mobs game, Tennessee uh, combined for like forty-eight passes with forty-four completions in the game, and yeah. Philip Rivers went twenty-three completions in a Straight. row for a new record. <laughs> Is passing too easy? Well, a lot. I, I can speak. I saw quite a lot of the Chargers Cardinals game, and I saw obviously the whole of the Texans Titans game. A lot of the, not many of those passes were downfield, mm. um, and, and part of that is 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 scheming for for defenses. I mean, for Deshaun Watson's case, you know, he's beating. He's got plays one with his legs anyway. Um, not, but not too many deep balls in that. Mar- Mariota, I think only about three of those. 20 something passes as he, he completed his first 19 passes it was only garbage time where he he managed to mess one up um, but only about three actually went beyond about 15 yards something like that Fair craig enough. philip Richard, philip rivers if you please well he's still a blockhead cunt but you can't help uh, so if someone goes someone goes 28 for 29 or whatever he went the whole game you know i i in uh what can i say the guy did it uh, look He's a professional NFL player. I never knocked him. I just said the guy's a knob, which he I is. Was just, I was just ex- all I wanted was a fuck blockhead. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck um, and, and the last thing before <laughs> before we do move on, we should um, we should potentially talk about the uh, Long Snapper Pod Fantasy Football League. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Foxcroft, <laughs> you're two games back in your division. You're out. Uh, Rich Newman <laughs> and Jake Viney. Winner takes all, really, because it could be. Well, looking at it, they're both through. Um, some bloke called Martin's top of the Jets league. Craig, you're behind. You're out of it, I think. In fact, no, I've got, I've got no, no. Top, I think you are, mate, because today. there's there's uh, an eight and four team that you can't catch. You need George from the football league to lose, and you need to win, um, scoring 200 points more than him to get into the playoffs so you're out um oh, what? rob uh what's the i name? truly thought i was still in it no you're gone so what is it you're Stop. gone so it's only there's so two two wild cards and two wild cards yeah division. yeah and the four oh, division that, is, that is whack whatever <laughs> that's not that's not the one i care about you know that um but. So, Rob, you're through. You're top of your division. Um, everyone else in your league was a bit wanky, including Mark Salen, who's uh, four and eight and 
terrible. And leading the league at the moment uh, in the football division, uh, five games ahead of uh, the new Chicago Bears fan over there is uh, one Douglas Andrews, top of the league. I fuck it. I fuck this league. Fuck it hard. of the league. I'm not letting you do that without talking about our actual league. And even though Dougie's still... In fact, no. I think I've I've gone top now, haven't I? Yeah, you uh, have, you're yeah. top on points difference, yeah. Yeah, so I scored a shitload of points, and somehow you've got the same record, and you scored no fucking points. Uh, well, should we should we break it down, Craig? You you've scored, I think, three hundred and fifteen points or something more than you, mate. A uh, lot is, more. Is it that many? You keeping that close it account? Is. You got a little, oh, well, you got a little whiteboard like, on your it's fridge. It's literally, it's it's what it's what you call an app, mate. An app, you know. It's literally at your fingertips. Uh, two hundred, uh, two hundred and fifty points over it's twelve weeks, which averages out at what eighteen. Well, when we consider that that, that I'm, I've got two hundred and twelve divided by twelve, uh, two hundred and fifty divided by twelve. Twenty-five points a week, mate. Yeah. So, but you know, difference uh, between eighty and a hundred. Pretty much, yeah. But mate, you've you've won exactly the same amount of games as me, so they're all wasted points, aren't they? And like case agree, in point, yeah, this week I scored more points <laughs> than you. Really... And I, I didn't have two players playing. I just decided no, to no, no, no. They're, well, not you, you they're not wasted. You literally not wasted points. That's the tiebreak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And let's put it this way: you have been very fucking lucky. And 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 what can I? I can't do anything about that. How I, have I, I been lucky? Been... How have I been lucky? Oh, you've been very fortunate. Though. How? Explain. In, in the league, in the league, in our in our division. You have scored the second least amount of points, yet you've got the oh. best record. That's a, that is very fortunate, Doug. Can you, beat you only need to beat what's in front of you, mate. Yeah, well, when you've got when you, when you've had the least amount of points in our division scored against you, it, uh, what's the top score? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. Please, I'll, let, please I'll get, let's move on. I'll get to the semi-final, score 150 points, and lose by. I can't wait for you to lose this week and I win scoring 60 points and get the buy. I know. Oh, no, so play, play the one sentence previews music now. Please. Please, before one of us dies. New Orleans at Dallas. This is a real test of the best team in the NFL. And the Saints. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Odds on seeing Fitz in the third. Giants showing signs of life of late. But sorry, Jack, Khalil Mack and his chums are going to have some fun. Buffalo at Miami. I don't even think Mark cares about this one anymore. Nothing to play for, bowl number one. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Sadly, one of these teams will get a win. But on the upside, one of them will lose. Cleveland at Houston. The Surgeon Texans play against the playoff-bound Browns. Arizona at Green Bay. Sorry, Cards. You just don't do it for me anymore. Aaron Rodgers could win this game standing on his head. LA Rams at Detroit. Good early to run for a bazillion yards. Denver at Cincinnati. This game's got absolutely nothing about it whatsoever. Baltimore at Atlanta. Stop pretending Joe Flacco is injured and just get him in at wide receiver. New York Jets at Tennessee. Tennessee got rolled over and the high of the pat seems kind of ancient. Easier fodder when the Jets come to sound. Kansas City at Oakland. Who cares? San Francisco at Seattle. Richard Sherman's return isn't going to be a good one. I can't see anything but a comfortable Hawks win. Minnesota at New England. This is a must win for the Vikes and another win for the Pats. <laughs> LA Chargers at Pittsburgh. Game of the weekend for me. 
big Ben against Blockhead. Charges to get job done. Fuck Blockhead. <laughs> yes, Washington please. at Philadelphia. So, uh, Nick Foles. <laughs> there we go. Not sure I followed that. One sentence previews, as ever. Slick. Brilliantly done. No editing required, Dougie. There we go. From OSPs to AOBs. Hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hello, Dougie. Kick us off. And they go someone else. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, okay. No, no, I'm not having that. Russ, kick us off. I well, don't know why. I'm I'm worried that I'm going to pick something that Craig might pick here. So apologies if I if I get in here first. Uh, I was watching Good Morning Britain this morning, uh, just while I was getting ready for working at home. If you know, if you have to get dressed when you're working at home, um, and peer that fucking retard, chubby faced, curly haired prick was going at David Beckham for kissing his daughter on the lip. Now. I kiss my kids every day. There ain't no problem with that. I kiss my daughter on the lip. She's nine. There ain't no problem with that. Straight. In a world, in a world where you cannot in a world. kiss, where you mm. can't kiss your kid without people thinking that it's a bit weird. The only people that should think that they've got a problem are the people that think that's fucking weird. If anyone sees me kiss my daughter on the lips and go, oh, that's a bit awkward, you're the one that's making it awkward, fucko. I think right? Piers so Morgan's daughter, probably like he is because his dad didn't kiss him on the lips. Literally, knob. What a bellend. I just, I just think, you know, one, Bex is a fucking hero, so don't go at him ever. True that. Um, but two... Just and this is less about Piers Morgan because there are other people, you know, other fucking retards piping in, chiming in on this. Um, and I watched Russell Kane on Instagram today. Russell Kane, the comedian, did one of his things where he just rants for ages about it and going at the people who think it's weird. And it just, if you get to watch it, watch it because he's he's a funny bloke. Um, but he sums it up perfectly. The people that have got a problem with it are the fucking problem with the world at the moment, not David Beckham or anybody else kissing their kid, period. Could Breach. not agree with any, any a... little thing more. Yeah, I tweeted it. Fucking idiot. I kiss my son every day. Every day. Dickhead. Doug is right. He wasn't that hugged as a child. He was, he was left with his silver teaspoon and a big fucking room on his own because he's a knob. You also Berlin. phone hacked a load of our mates, Russ. Our dead mates. Yeah. Prick. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to disagree about Piz Morgan, are they? Um, that was my AOB. Um, so <laughs> instead instead oh, of talking about that, I'm. Oh, was that yours as well? Sorry. It was. It was. Um, a, cu- a couple of little things that I'd like to mention. Um, Christmas is coming up. Did you know that you can buy? Gift cards for Uber as a gift for your loved ones. Just a little <laughs> thing that I picked. Don't get one of them because there's no Ubers in my village. <laughs> no, they still use horse and cart. <laughs> um, other other thing, I was on Jack's podcast red, this week. Beautiful and pink, as opposed to black. Yeah, fair. Racist. Um, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was on the Jack's podcast this week, Kickers Matter. Um, loads of fun. Absolutely, absolutely loved it. Um, if you like this podcast, and if you're still listening to us at this point, then I, I don't want to judge you, but you're probably going to like that one as well. Um, I, I Sorry, Adam. I really enjoyed Jack's podcast, as I do every week. But, Jack, if you're listening to me, you've got to do something about the sound. Jamie was quiet as hell. Little bit of shade, uh, pretty. L- little bit not, of shade. Yeah. Not put, not, I don't want to throw. I don't want to throw shade here, mate. Because it's an excellent podcast. I just, you know, just audios. sort the of tech out, mate. Fuck audios, amateurs. Open, you, you open can, for advice. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Um, I wasn't expecting <laughs> to go in that direction, but, but I go. also, I also like the fact that he cut away halfway through to recommend our podcast or your podcast oh i know didn't yeah so that was excellent yeah. I, I thought it was brilliant well done jack so kickers matter i'm gonna go i met just like in the whatsapp group um after hearing adam on kickers matter and um, boys uh great show i don't listen to a load of pods i listen to like four no maybe three podcasts one of which is my own podcast so um the other one just fyi the joe budden podcast that's pretty good um hip-hop podcast he's like a weirdo, but funny. Uh, and the other one I listen to is um, Ring Rust Radio, which is about wrestling. Um, so, and I don't do it often because I'm in a car. It, it absolutely is. That's the type of guy I am, Adam, man. It's the type yeah. of guy I am. World Horizons, bro. Um, uh, not locking that. And, um, you know, now and again, and particularly if like our boys are on the other ones, I obviously listen to uh, more all over now and again. Uh, listen to Kickers Matter, especially when one of us are on. So, you know, every time I hear it, and those are all fantastic um, pods. I ain't got a lot of time. No, people to see and all that. Um, so what I like to make use time? of it. Yeah, <laughs> done though. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say, I love our podcast, boys. And that's because of you, uh, Mark, I think we've built a real little community. So shout outs to man like Rich and, and Jack and Patrick who have always been involved and supported. I know it's ours. You know we don't give a fuck what you think. I think it's brilliant. Um, I really do. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. I enjoy doing it. I think there will come a time whenever, however long we do this, for however long we decide this is fun for us, at some point we'll look back and I truly think of the type of thing we did, we did it the best. So, pat on the back, lads. Well done. Obviously, don't give a shit what actual listeners think. <laughs> do it do it for you. But leave um, us a review. Yeah, do, please. Do and download it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, well done. I think it's brilliant. I think everyone's contributed. And uh, yeah, long may it continue. Here, here. Yeah. Original so, content, original thoughts. So, so Doug, Doug, you mentioned something there, which which I, I want to just crack onto before we close down. Original content. Now, obviously, people know that you and I do the the Mall Over podcast, mm. and this week on the Mall Over podcast, we or Phil, uh, Housewives favorite, launched a, a new regular regular feature where we're looking for um, new original content containing rugby players. And I thought what would be a nice idea for, for the American football community that listen to this podcast and maybe don't listen to more over. Oh, are we doing that, this? That, that you take American football players and insert them into your own 
content television world. So, for instance, we in the um, in the world of Moreover today, there's a couple of rugby players that have got the surname of Berger, Schalke Berger and Jacques Berger. Um, so the idea is Burgers Burgers and Schalke and Jacques Berger travel the Western Cape searching for the best burgers uh, in South Africa. So they and and it becomes a little bit of a, my, a my, travel show. One of my favourites was Johnny Sexton. Johnny Sexton yeah. embarks on a quest to sleep with a hundred different women from a hundred nations in a hundred days. <laughs> that is something I can get behind. <laughs> so, so what I'm, what I'm thinking is, come up with it. Find a player. Find a niche. Come up with a TV show. Let's get it working. Today, we yeah, actually have yeah, to swim in a hundred rivers in a hundred days and let's all hope for the best. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, We actually had interaction with world rugby star Jacques Berger today who tweeted us after we tweeted him to find out whether he'd be interested saying, who, who, who doesn't love a burger? <laughs> that, that, those were his words. I, I want to hear what Johnny Sexton comes back with. <laughs> that, that that one that one hasn't been tweeted yet. That one is something I put in the WhatsApp, but I might tweet that Just later. Just tweet tweet it out. Tweet it out. And um, <laughs> if you do do any of these, tweet um, hashtag original content behind it. Okay, we'll know. So, uh, we'll me and Russell know what you want. Uh, we'll we'll explain it to the rugby people. Yeah. At, at long snap pod, any uh, any NFL. Um, <laughs> no idea what's going to happen with this. I, I really enjoyed that little segment, and all, also the many many tweets that follow. Was it, it hashtag rugby content? I think. Yeah, hashtag original content. And, okay. And it just it, last the other night on all over. It did have us in stitches for a good seven or eight minutes, and some of the feedback we we received on it was uh, was amazing. So I think you know it gets people's brains ticking. It's a good bit of fun. Excellent, and which is which is why we're here. A smooth hour, lads. Hopefully. A smooth hour. Yeah, let's yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's 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 wrap that up. <laughs> right, I'm uh, gonna let's let's go and watch the end of Tottenham crashing out the Champions League. Right, thanks, thanks everyone for listening and yeah, being no, big part. Oh, lucky! This, this is brilliant. <laughs> it, is, it is. We love it. Which is the main thing. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully. Um, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.